You don't prepare in the battle, you prepare for the battle. You don't play away your preparation. It's a season. It will not always be there. You know, I've said this to people. If you rush out when you are not prepared, your generation will not forget you. They will note you and not forget that you are a mediocre. Any soldier that gets to the battlefield then start learning how to shoot a gun is a dead soldier. You are not in the ministry to compete, you are in the ministry to work. If you want to compete at all, the only person you should compete against is yourself. Pastor Femi Lazarus has been commissioned to go raise God's end time army. Sit back and be blessed as a gold soldier of Christ. I commend you to God's grace. You do this well. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Bless you. Bless you, Father. Oh, bless you. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. Oh, bless you, Lord. Oh, bless you, Lord. Oh, bless you, Jesus. Thank you. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, tonight, I want to bless you, Lord, for the men that you have made. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for the wisdom upon their lives. I am asking that you will use this occasion and use your word as an instrument of fortification to fortify the men and build strength within them. I'm asking, O oh Lord, that you will do something unusual. Impart these men with wisdom. Let them arise and know what to do in your counsel. We are asking that your word will instruct people in righteousness. We are asking, Lord, that you will fill us all up with strength in the name of Jesus. Upon those who are hurting, those who have injuries, I ask that you will renew strength and help your people in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to take us on a very interesting subject and I trust that it will help. It will help and build something within you in the name of Jesus. And the journey, the, 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 the topic is journey from boy to man. Just like saying journey from Nigeria to India. Journey from boy to to man and the essence the primary essence of these meetings is to with the help of God's word and the instrumentality of the spirit raise a new generation of men who will be men indeed 
Amen. The presence of male um, secondary sexual characteristics as a male does not make you a man. Amen. The presence of male secondary sexual characteristics is not what make what that is not what makes you a man. So you might be less of a man even in the days you have all the secondary sexual characteristics. And that's why aging is not the same thing as maturing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Aging is not the same thing as what? Maturing. Aging is not growing. The fact that you are going through time doesn't mean you are going through process. Aging is a biological process. But growth is a product of transformation. The product of change that comes by responding well to the things that makes way for that reality. I believe somebody is following. Now let me say this, that I will make this as simple as possible. Such that whether you are um, a professor or a university graduate or an undergraduate, uh, each time you listen, you will be able to get adequately the things that God wants you to get. Is that okay? Good. So we want to look at journey from boy to man. One of the prophecies about Jesus by the man, the prophet Isaiah, he said unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given and the government shall rest upon his shoulder. Meaning that children are born, but sons are given. As a child, you are born, but you will do nobody no good. Do you hear what I'm saying? Until you become a son, proficient enough to bring profit to the kingdom. Are you getting what I'm saying here? So, unto us a child is born, but unto us a son is given. So, children are born, they bring happiness to the home. Their presence alone makes everyone happy. You get what I'm saying? That joy is that. The joy is from an expectation that the child that is tender and small today will grow to become a man or a woman someday. But it becomes a painful situation if the child remains a child perpetually. And that is when you will discover that the joy that came from the beginning is a joy in hope. Are you getting what we are saying here? The joy is in hope that the one that was born as a child will become mature to be what? Given. Amen. Paul speaking to the Romans in Romans chapter number 8 verse 19 said, The earnest expectation of creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. God doesn't manifest babies. He manifests sons. Are you getting this issue? Now, babies may be around in the kingdom, but when it is time to get something done, something that will last, something important, God looks for the one that has entered the stature of who a man is to be manifested. So, another translation, the NLT says that creation eagerly waits for sons to declare their sonship. And that's why when the devil came to tempt Jesus, the temptation bordered around the issue of his sonship. If you are the son of God, do this. The attempt, if Jesus had gone ahead to do those things, then he had shown that he is not a son, he is a baby. 
because unto us a child is born. So the devil came to check as this child grown. Because when you are mature, you are not in a hurry to prove. The things that the things that surround your life proves the essence of your maturity. Are you getting what we're saying here? Alright, so sonship or let me call the word growth is the result of going through the process that God laid down for you to go through. And that is how you evolve. Hallelujah. So we are looking at journey from boy to man. The book of Galatians 4 verse 1. Very important and interesting scripture. If you have your Bible with you there, you can quickly journey with me to the book of Galatians 4 verse 1. Now the Bible said, Now I say, Now I say that the hair as long as he is a child, differeth him nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Amen. That scripture is very interesting. Now I say that the hair as long as he is a child. The word there is as long as he is what? A child. As long as he is what? A child. Meaning that authority waits around for the time you can wield it. Are you getting what we are saying here? Authority waits around for the time you can what? Wield it. That you are around it doesn't mean you can bear the burden that comes with it. The heir is an heir of the house. But as long as he is a child, different him nothing from a servant so when you leave servanthood you get what I'm saying or when you leave the state of childishness is when you will leave servanthood meaning that you don't cry out of being a servant you grow out of it there are situations that are not pleasant because an average human thinks that prayer alone is the master key to everything but irrespective of the hours you pray there are situations that respond for the transformation that will go on on your inside. Are you getting what I'm saying here? In the book of Romans 12 verse 2, the Bible said we should not be conformed to the world, but we should be what? Transformed by what? The renewing of our mind. Meaning that if you spend 40 days praying on mountain, until your mindset changes, situations will not follow. For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Are you getting that? The heir of the house, as long as he is a child, meaning that he can choose to be a child for as long as he wants it. He can choose to be in that level for as long as he wants it. He can choose to be a child for as long as he's convenient in that level. We got the scripture from the book of Luke. The Bible said a cry was heard in Ramah, Rachel weeping for her children, for there were no more. In the season of casualty, it is a dangerous time for anyone to be a child. Amen. Paul speaking to Timothy said, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, saying that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith, giving it to seductive spirit and doctrine of devils. Amen. Meaning that in the later times, there is going to be an influx of varying things. And one of the attributes of children is that children are very gullible. The word gullible means they can be distracted easily by anything. 
do you really call yourself a man? Because the word man is more than just a description. The word man is an acronym of three different things. The word man does not describe the one with blood chest and six packs. No. The word man describes someone that was called son of man in the Bible. The only one who fits to be called man as God intended. Man was a project from the beginning. God made a plan to be executed through Adam. Are you getting that? But in the book of Genesis 3, the devil came and hijacked the project such that the intentions of God could not be fulfilled. The man from the beginning learned to hate. He learned to die. He learned to kill. But when Jesus walked the earth, the intentions of God were seen again. And God saw the plan he had from the very beginning. Somebody came and embodied it. But the word man goes beyond growing in terms of biological process. The word man is an acronym of three different words. M for morning. And people see you and say, good morning. And that's part of the word man. M for morning. A for afternoon. And N for night. So the word man is a fusion of three different seasons of life. Is somebody following what I'm saying here? The word man is a fusion of what? Three different seasons of life. Morning afternoon and night the morning phase of your life is the phase where you dream you look forward to a better day that's the stage of commencement that's the stage of preparation you are just about starting you are just born you have no concern everything you need was provided for food shelter clothing everything. Your safety was predicted, was depending on somebody. That's the morning phase. Everything about you in that season depends on the decision somebody else makes. Are you getting what I'm saying here? It is the season of beautiful dreams. How many of you had many things you wanted to become when you were a child? Most of you call professions that were not available in your countries. You say you want to become an aeronautic engineer. You want to become a pilot. You want to become a sailor. You want to become a soldier. You want to become many things. It's a season of multiple dreams. Are you getting what I'm saying? But the afternoon phase of your life is the phase of work. The dreams you had from the very beginning now has to be put to work. And that's why one of the most powerful adage I've heard in life is that there's no free lunch. That's one of the most powerful adages I've heard. There's no free lunch. Meaning that in the afternoon phase of your life, you are, exact, you are expected to have been materializing the dreams you had in the morning. If at 30 you are still moving with dreams only, something is wrong with your dreamer. Dreams are not what you see when you sleep. Dreams are the things you see that keeps you from sleeping. Are you getting what I'm saying there? Dreams are not the things you see when you sleep. Every man who dreams well stays awake. The word of God went to Joel and Joel 2 verse 28. It will come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Are you getting what I'm saying here? Dreams are not bad, but you must understand what they do. They determine, they dictate the activities of the hour. So the afternoon phase of your life is the phase that you expected to have started working your dreams. 
you expected to learn to fend for yourself. The, the, the areas we get to have problem is that journey from morning to afternoon. It is quite difficult for people to successfully journey from morning to afternoon. And I'll tell you why. Do you know why? It is because of men who are in their night phase. Most of them didn't do things well in the afternoon because their dreams in the morning were cut short. So they are sleeping outside at night. They become hostile and they were no good fathers to you. It is important that a man's hand is held or a child's hand is held from a face to another. It is called winning process. Winning as in W-E-A-N. Winning. The same way you win a child from breast milk. So you have to be weaned from the things you depended upon. Are you getting what I'm saying now? You have to be weaned from those you thrust. You have to be weaned from the things you've always seen. So there is a journey from morning phase to afternoon phase. Just somewhere along your life. Those who used to give you money for food and money for you know school fees. At a phase they discover that you are now in a season that you ought to be making those things yourself. And they stop. You get what I'm saying? Manna followed the Israelites from day one that they stepped into the wilderness. But as soon as they got to the promised land, manna ceased. So the afternoon phase of your life is the phase that manna will stop. You must understand, if you are still young and you are under the sound of my voice, you must realize that the things you are benefiting now that you get as a right gradually will soon become a privilege. And gradually you will no longer be entitled to them anymore so it is important that you learn the things you are dreaming about in the morning make sure they are realistic because if you have unrealistic dreams in the morning and no one can caution you you will pursue unrealistic unrealistic things in the afternoon and you'll be stranded at night your pursuit must be strong and genuine are you get what I'm saying dream well What does it mean to dream in the morning? See the mind of God. See the things he wants you to do. A man's number one pursuit should be God. Let me say this to you. The way God made creation. Look up. Creation was designed in such a way that any material that a thing was made from, the sustenance for that that thing will be in the material. For instance, the fish was gotten from water. You hear what I'm saying? But everything it takes for the fish to survive and live is inside the water. The day the fish comes out of the water to search for food in the land, the fish dies. The man, the body, the material body was made from the dust. Everything you will need to sustain this body will be found from the dust. The food, the water, it will come from the dust. To go outside the realm of the living to search for what to sustain your flesh is to die. Man, your spirit was made from God. Everything it will take to nourish and sustain that reality will come from God. Are you get what I'm saying now? So make sure in the morning phase of your life, your dreams are from God. It is important. Amen. You must say it to yourself every now and then. Remind yourself, there is no free lunch in life. In the afternoon phase of your life, you are expected to be doing the things you ought to be doing. No free lunch. Are you get what I'm saying? Don't be afraid. Let me say this to you. Don't be afraid. Hold on. Don't be afraid. 
If the birds of the hair that neither sow nor reap have their heavenly father cater for them, how much more you? Which man have you seen by reason of worrying have added a cubit to his stature? Alright? Don't worry but make plans. Don't worry but allow God hold you by the hands. You know what I'm saying? Don't be buried in discouragement. Because if you look at it, really if you check the scale and the statistics, 70% of those who are hooked on various addictions, either drug abuse or other form of addiction, are men. Why? They are always trying to run from something. You know what I'm saying? And 68% of suicide rates annually all over the world for about 5 years down now has been men. Why? They are trying to run away from realities. A man tells you he doesn't have any problem but yet he contemplates suicide. The male man must believe that he needs help. Are you getting what I'm saying here? You must believe that you what? You need help. You, you need help. And allow God to help you. Alright? The problem of a man start the day he thinks he doesn't need help. Why do you think that most of our place of worship lack men? Because a man believes he's self-sufficient. And that's delusional. A man believes he can attend to all his needs by himself. He believes he has all the needed wisdom to lead a woman. When the pastor talks, he tells to the woman that I'm better than your pastor. Just that I'm not yet anointed. Alright, you must not allow this delusion to swallow you up completely. Don't let pride swallow you. It is not a crime to need help. It is not a crime. You grow out of childishness, but don't grow out of childlikeness. Are you getting what I'm saying here? You need help. You, you need that the Lord will make way for you to hold you by the hands. You, you need help. You need to know that your fears will not last forever. This same you that look like nothing today, one day will be one who is giving out cars. Let me say this to you. If God showed you a dream in the if he showed you, you know I told you that the morning phase of your life is the phase to have dreams, to see the future. If God shows you something in the morning, you must realize that God starts from the end before he goes to the beginning. God will not show you what doesn't exist. If he showed it to you, it exists. Amen. It is important you realize eyes have not seen. Yes, I've not heard. That has it come to your thought or understanding. The things that God has prepared for you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. God says, I know the thought, the plan that I have towards you. They are thought of peace, not of evil, to give you a hope and a future. You walk on the street today and wonder in your heart, will I ever have my own car? And I tell you, good seasons are coming. After God met with, Jerusalem, with Jeremiah, one of the first complaints of Jeremiah, which points us to one of the complaints of every man, which is the problem of inadequacy. Jeremiah told God, when God called him different things, he said, Lord, I'm a child. And God had to tell him, say not that you are a child. And I must tell you today, don't ever look down on yourself. There is a grace that formed you, a hand that is lifting you. You are not a child. If God showed you those things, then you can Listen up, you can. You must always tell yourself, eat your hands on your chest and say it, I can. I can do all things through God who strengthened me. I can do all things through God who strengthened me. If God showed it to me, I can. Can I tell you something that this tough time will not last forever? You will not always have to depend on your parents. It will not last. God is going to do a new thing. He will open up ways for you from the wilderness and bring forth water from desert. 
You must believe that God can help you and reach out to him to help. We have a real man in the Bible. David was a real man, sir. Why? The desire of a real man is always towards his maker. It said in Psalms 42 verse 1, As the deer pants after the water brooks, so pants my soul after you. Meaning that there is something about my life that will not be satisfied until the God factor is in. Somebody get what I'm saying here? The hair of the house. As long as is a child, differeth him nothing from a servant. So God wants us to go and become man. So I said the word man is three different acronyms. Morning for dream, afternoon for work, and night for rest. If you do the wrong work in the afternoon, you'll be stranded at night and you'll have nowhere to sleep. The night phase of your life is the time that you are to enter into your rest and begin to enjoy the fruit of your labor. Labor well now. For everything that a man sows, he will what? Reap. Don't sow idleness. Don't sow destruction. Don't go about the place injuring people. If you are a man, you have been ought through the process of your birth. You went through certain things when you were born. Your father and mother were not together. Or they were together, but things did not go as planned. And you've been out. You are pained. You feel life has not treated you fairly. First, sit down. Realize that the name of God is, is a good God. You cannot take that away from God. God is what? A good God. Allow him heal you. There is a balm in Gilead. Because if you are not healed, you can enter into 20 different relationships. You will injure those ladies. So a man must see his need. You know what I'm saying? For the things that God alone can supply. The night phase of your life is the phase of result for everything you have done with the morning and afternoon. Are you get what I'm saying now? If you labored in the afternoon, it is a season of rest. If you played in the afternoon, then it is a season to be stranded, frustrated and dispirited. You get what I'm saying? So in this phase of your life, it matters what you do. It matters what you do. Remember your creator in the days of your youth when you will not have to say you have no delight in these things. Lamentations 5 spoke. He said it is good that a man will bear his yokes in the days of his youth. That is the season that you have strength. The glory of the youth is their strength. The strength are there for a reason. That you use them to enhance your life and beautify your garden. Are you getting what I'm saying here? Maximize the season. Hallelujah. I quoted that scripture unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. Even when God gave gift to men in the book of Ephesians, chapter number four, the gift God gave to men are people that have been trained behind the mountain. People that have been taught of the Lord. Are you getting what I'm saying now? That's a gift. So if you maintain this state, you refuse to let your mindset be helped. You refuse to drop the things you thought you knew. Even if you are given out, you will not be given out as a gift. So to become a gift, allow process. Allow God prune you. The process will involve him taking away certain things and putting certain things. Growth is not always addition only. Most times growth is reduction. For instance, in biology, 
or your elementary biology, cell biology. You, you talk about growth as irreversible increase in size. But you know that you cell has to be divided for growth to occur. Cell has to break. They have to go through a process of division. There have to be different phases for the cell to break. So growth itself is the process of reduction for something to increase. And that was what John the Baptist was saying. That I will decrease for you to increase. So for growth to really occur, something has to go. You get what I'm saying? There are mentalities you are running with that they really have to die. If not, the next set of people that will enter your life are in trouble. And listen, one of the reasons why you must know why God is particular about you as a man is that an entire generation depends on what you know. A woman is coming into your life. Children will be born. They will look up to you as their hero. What kind will you be? So it matters what you are running with. Somebody's daughter is busy somewhere praying, preparing, praying for the future husband. Will you be all she asks for or less? Are you get what I'm saying now? Somebody somewhere is busy investing into her life. Not just rubbing powder. You get what I'm saying? But buying books, praying, investing prayer. You must cooperate. So that when you are given out finally, it will be clear that God answered prayers. Are you getting what I'm saying now? It is important. And I pray that you will become the kind of man that this generation needs you to become. In the name of Jesus. Aging is a biological process, but growth is a spiritual process. Allow yourself to go through those processes for you to become. Are you getting what I'm saying? Go through it well. Don't come out adding. Come out blessed, strengthened, and healed. The processes are not there to kill you. They are there to build you. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Sometimes you may fall. As you're growing as a man, sometimes you may fall. Sometimes you make the mistakes you are not, you are wondering that, you know, you feel you are, you have gone above those mistakes, but you still make them in the first place. Alright, while you make those mistakes, you realize that there is nothing against a man to fall or to lie down there is the disgrace. You get what I'm saying? The righteous will fall once, but they will rise how many times? Seven times. So when you fall, the reason why you stay longer on the ground is because you feel too big to fall. Let God help you. Do you get what I'm saying? So, allow yourself to go through the process. Hallelujah. So, since we are talking about journey from boy to man, I want to show you characteristics of boys. Characteristics of boys. Number one, they are mommy dependent. They are mommy dependent. It is so serious that God had to ask that can a mother forget her suckling child. They are hooked on the milk they drank while growing. And they are not really willing to leave that comfort zone. Every child, mommy dependent. When the child needs milk, mommy. When the child needs food, mommy. When the child wants to sleep, mommy. God had to speak to Adam that for this reason shall a man leave his father and mother and he shall go and cleave unto his wife. If you will not allow yourself to be collected from home, you are a sister on trousers with beards. You may love your mother, but you will not end up marrying her. Don't do it in such a way that the women that should come into your life are afraid. Because most men are not ready for marriage. When their wife hurts them, mommy, 
when they need to talk to their wife and she's not listening, mommy. You know what I'm saying? When they are beating their wife, mommy. When they want to sleep with their wife, mommy. Don't be a sissy. Wake up. Alright, boys are mommy dependent. They are hooked on those things. For this reason shall a man leave his father and mother and he shall cleave unto his wife. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Another characteristic of man, of a child, is that God is not yet in his equation. Children are carried to church. You have to wake them up for devotion. You know what I'm saying? When you are telling them to fast, you have to hide food. If not, they will go to the kitchen, sneak and eat. Amazingly, at age 27, they still have to hide food and lock the kitchen because you have not learned to fast. So God is not yet in the equation of boys. They have to be dragged to church. They have to be dragged to serve God. They have to be thought to do everything. They have not learned instinct to do those things by themselves. If you leave them alone without checking up on them, they will die spiritually. Are you getting what I'm saying now? So that's boys for you. God is not in their equation. Study of the Bible, they can't even read. But the Bible said in 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 that you are to study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needs not to be ashamed but rightly dividing the word of truth. But boys won't study. They'd rather like to play football, play video games and run about the compound. They sit outside their gates. They are looking for the girls in big skirts. You get what I'm saying? And when they look at all those things and then, you know, at the end of the day they have wasted a whole lot of time. Time passes but no growth is entering. The third characteristics of boys. They use wrong boys use wrong methods to get things. Wrong method. Wrong methods to get things. And most times the methods are always the same. Food, attention, sleep. You get what I'm saying? Third of sinners once bought the same method, they cry. The lepers at the gate of Samaria had to ask themselves. Why sit we here till we die? Because a word of prophecy had gone ahead. And they were totally not aware of the prophecy. Probably if they had, listen, please pay attention. If they had heard the prophecy, they would have been complacent. You know, because a word had gone ahead that by this time tomorrow, a measure of wheat would be sold for a penny. You get what I'm saying? And if they have heard, they would have said, okay, a word had gone ahead. Are you aware that sometimes it is important that you are in meetings they prophesy to everybody except you? Because there are prophecies that when you hear, you will sit thinking they will jump on you. Could this explain the reason why you've gone to places and they call certain people out and laid hands on them but God was hiding you? You know what I'm saying? The, 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 the lepers at the gate of Samaria that brought liberation to the entire land they were not even aware of the prophecy. But they came to a point and they asked themselves, why sit we here till we die? And as they began to take their little weak steps, the Lord amplified it. Angels came and echoed and on the sound. Those who were soldiers in their camp, lepers are coming. Their legs are sensitive, full of injuries and scars. But as they touched the ground with that which is weak, you get what I'm saying? The soldiers were hearing noise of chariots. I've said to you, it doesn't matter what you have, whether three loaves of bread and two fishes. The multiplication comes when you hand it over to God. 
it remains small as long as you want to hold it. You get what I'm saying? So the method is simple. What you have is not the problem. What you do with it is the issue. Give it to Jesus. He will amplify it. At some point, you have to ask in your life, why sit I here till I die? Because nothing will move until you move. Every Newton's second and first law of motion, every object remains in a uniform state of motion unless compelled to change state by an external force. Meaning that things don't change with time. They change with decisions. There's no certain that it will be better tomorrow. You can make it better today. Tomorrow is not what brings the betterness. You have to put it today. Is somebody following? Are you learning? Hallelujah. The third characteristics of a boys. Of boys. They are confused. Fourth, they are confused. They have they don't know what to do. They are confused. Are you getting what I'm saying now? They are what? Confused. Confusion. What is confusion? Confusion is to be in a state of dilemma. To have questions. What do I do? Where do I go from here? There are important questions you need to answer in your life. Number one question. Why am I here? And that's the question of purpose. You hear what I'm saying? The second question determines your activity. What should I do now at this level? You get what I'm saying? The third question determines location. Where am I to do what I've been called to do? You get what I'm saying? There's another fourth question. And that's the question of companionship. Who do I do it with? Because until you know your purpose, you are not eligible to propose. Are you get what I'm saying now? You need to know. Don't be confused. Listen. There is an answer. So, and Paul and Saul, after Samuel died, had a battle to fight. He was confused. You get what I'm saying? But he had to go and inquire of a witch called the witch of Endor. Are you get what I'm saying? But he had done the wrong things. He wanted the God thing, but he was using the wrong method. So, God is the father of all light. In him there is no shadow, no variableness. So if you approach God with your confusion, light will shine on them and you'll be fine. So the antidote to confusion is to accept the light of God. Is somebody get what I'm saying? What is the antidote to confusion? Accept the light of God. It's the light of this world. It's the light that lighted every man that comes into this world. John 1 says that in him was light and the light was the life of men. Meaning that the more light you have, the more life you have. You are, you are not more alive than the level of light you have. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Good. The fifth characteristic of a boy is that boys are gullible. They are gullible. They don't know where they want to go. So everywhere they get to look like their destination. I've said this time without number. If you don't know where you are going, everywhere you get to look like where you are going, you need accurate sense of purpose sense of direction enough of trial and error your life is one you can't play games with what is one you have no extra are you getting it you don't have extra you can't afford to sleep all the time you have to work 
Christ said, I must do the work of him that sent me while it is day for the night cometh. Even Jesus recognized the night season when no man can walk. He had to tell them that my meat is to do the will of him that has sent me. You need accurate sense of direction. You can't guess. Don't guess about your purpose. Don't be profligate about it. Amen. You ask God. Be intentional about your journey. What will you have me do? Bible had to say 
Go to the land when your king is a child. And your princes rise up to eat early in the morning. Amen. Early in the morning. Meaning that the morning phase of your life that is forsaking God is not a phase for food. That is when you learn fasting. That is when you learn waiting upon the Lord. That is when you learn to deny yourself of both legitimate and illegitimate passions. Are you get what I'm saying now? Men don't wait, don't wake up early for food. Because that's not the number one need of a man. Are you get what I'm saying now? The need of a man is to do the will of God. That is his meat. I'm not saying food is bad. But I'm saying that is not the number one pursuit of a man. Is that very clear? The seventh characteristic of boys. Greed. Greed. You get a child. Give the child something. And attempt to take it back immediately. You'll discover how difficult it is. Alright, why? Children have not come to learn the culture of knowing that anything you give to God is multiplied back unto you. It is only the mature that knows that it is more blessed. You are more blessed when you give. It is more blessed blessed to give than to receive. Because the one who gives stays on top. Are you get what I'm saying now? So God gives a boy something. But this, the things that God gives to him to help advance the kingdom becomes his God. Look at the case of Adam. Adam was made as a kind of man. He was in process of growth. But he was hijacked. I've told you that number one problem of that first man was that while he was made, he was made as a full-bodied man biologically, but a full-bodied child spiritually. Because spiritual growth doesn't come by impartation. It comes as a process. So at that moment, a man, six packs, beard, everything complete. It was a typology of what a man biologically should look like. But it was to grow into what a man spiritually should be. It was exemplified in Jesus. He came, but he grew. The Bible said he learned obedience to the things which he suffered. Are you getting what I'm saying now? He had to learn. It was a process. A very humbling curve for him. But he learned. He humbled himself. Even at the point of death. Is somebody following what I'm saying here? Alright, so children are greedy. They've not come to learn the ways of the Lord. When Adam was given a wife, a time came when he was busy walking in the garden. He came back and saw that the wife had eaten something that would destroy her. You get what I'm saying? But because of companionship and the love that he now has for this new being, he preferred to collect of what he had and die with her because of his affection for the gift than the giver. He didn't know that if he had stopped, he could have stopped the plague because it was not a fall yet until the leader falls. The strategy is simple. Smite the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. He was the shepherd from the beginning. And that's why when Jesus came, he was not too in love with the body to die with the body. He preferred to die that the bride might be saved. Are you getting what I'm saying here? Is somebody get what I'm saying here? So greed is to hold back what God gives to you from the God who gave you. And when you do that, it will not profit you. Hallelujah. The last characteristic of a boy 
all his assets are superficial and temporal. There are things that the eyes can see and the hands can touch. And that is asset. They are all superficial. The best things in his life is shoe, his shirt, his trouser, his looks. So he invests money taking care of the things that will not last. Is somebody what I'm saying now? He invests money trying to curtail, take care of the things that will not last. The Bible said, where a man's treasure is, that's where his heart will be. Hallelujah. So, it is important we make God our treasure. If your treasure is growth, your heart will be there. And where your heart is, your resources will follow. I have have not come to believe that a man who is not willing to invest in knowledge can retain the dividends of that knowledge. Because until you are willing to go for it with everything you have, it won't do you good. Is somebody following what I'm saying here? Alright, so... um, So let's go quickly into how to journey from boy to man. There is an how. The question what is the question of knowledge. The question how is the question of wisdom. So we will not just state the problem. We have to see how there is a process in God. Amen. How to become, how to journey into a man or how to become a real man. Number one, run to God. Run to God. Understand that without him was nothing made that was made. And if anyone will be made, he has to be made by God. Real men love God. Real men pray. Real men worship. Real men are God addicts. Real men are people of his presence. Real men are given to intimacy. An average woman out there is busy pursuing God. And they end up marrying men who are not. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Don't assume that you know all that needs to be known about God. How shall they know except there be a teacher? Are you getting what I'm saying now? And how shall there be a teacher except they be sent? So you must understand as a man that there are people who have been sent to you. You have to learn God. Your heart has to draw towards him every night and day. Upon the thirsty ground, he pours water. There has to be a sign within you that you are thirsty and hungry after God. Don't give God the impression that you can do life without him. Don't give God the impression that everything he has given you are okay, both for now and the future. Is somebody following me? Around to God. Real men are made by God. Hallelujah. Secondly, accept the fact that you need a help. Probably you are getting many things wrong in your relationship 
accept the fact that you need help in that area. Amen. Is somebody following me? That you need help will not reduce you from who you are. That you need help doesn't mean that the one who is coming to help you as, uh, is better than you. That you need help simply shows the fact that you are growing. Because many who feel they don't need help have simply not come to that point where they are seeing the need for it. Why? They've been stagnant for a long time. Is somebody got what I'm saying now? Accept the fact that you need help. It is they that seek it that will find it. Hallelujah. Amen. So real men will never reject the help of God. These were the things that David understood when he was starting. He wrote in Psalms 23, The Lord is my shepherd. See, listen, I understand that you know how to also and do all those things. But can I tell you that real provision doesn't come through hustling and bustling. It comes when God opens a door for a man. So until you cooperate with the one who is the door opener, no door will be opened. It is one thing to push. It is another thing to find access. You get what I'm saying? Everyone that asketh, receiveth. But to everyone that receives, there is one who is given. Who is giving. So accept. I can't do life without God. Added to the fact that I need God, there are also people I need in my life. I need a mentor. A mentor is one who inspires me to become better. You cannot run with a traditional mentality inherited from your parents. You will suffer a generation with that. There are things you must drop. If you don't drop them, the next generation that will come to you will suffer. Understand, you need help. This mentality you are carrying will injure somebody's daughter someday, break somebody's child. Accept the need for help. You need a mentor. You need a father. Somebody you can call father, like Timothy called Paul, like Joshua called Moses. Someone that can help you walk through life. The family system has been hijacked. The way the devil hijacked the first man. So God had to bring people that has been trained by himself to come be a shield and a cover to people to nurture them in the path of understanding. Are you getting what I'm saying now? So accept the fact that you need what? Help. Number three. To journey from boy to man. Get teachers divinely ordained teacher. If there was no Moses in the the life of Joshua, Joshua would have died as a nobody. If there was no Paul in the life of Timothy, Timothy would have not been seen. So there are people that have been ordained for your lifting. You must recognize them. And when you recognize them, partner with the process of them helping you. Help yourself to be helped. Come humbly and vulnerable under the crucible of making. Is that clear? Tell yourself, I will never deny the fact that I need help. It doesn't reduce me. I need help. I need teachers. I need to listen. You may think you know 
how to go about marriage yourself. But it will shock you. Because it is not an adventure that you are supposed to enter to learn. You will learn in it. Or you have to learn some things before you get there also. Because no wise soldiers learn how to shoot a gun within the battle. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Number five. Number four. To journey from boy to man. Change your environment. journey from boy to man. Change your environment. If an Abraham will not leave his father's house, he will end up like Tara's father. Let me say it again. If an Abraham will not leave his father's house, he will end up like Tara's father. Change your environment. The environment that is not allowing you to give glory to God. The environment that is not allowing you to praise God and serve him the way he should be served change those environments. Walk out of those environments. Let God be your major niche. You need environment that shows you possibilities. If you are coming from a family that was dysfunctional, a place where you've not seen marriage work the way God wants it to work, you need environment that shows to you that it is possible for it to work. Because you will become like what you see all the time. It matters what you see. If you've been seeing impossibilities all your life, you will, you will produce the same impossibility. You get what I'm saying? You need possibility. An environment that shows to you that you can be a man and make money legally. You can serve God, be wealthy, influential, and yet spiritual and deep. You need an environment that shows the possibilities of the things you want. Are you getting what I'm saying here? You have to drop your fears. Submit your fears to God. Alright? Submit your fears to God. I told you that your fears are not real. But what they will do with you can be real. You get what I'm saying? Fears are not real. But what they do to people can be real. Hallelujah. Now ask you are about to journey. I believe there might have been one or two things you have seen. And they say, hold on. This is not about trying to run. Paul said, I do not run like one who is beating the hair. Uh-uh. There is something said ahead of me. There is a track and a mark I have to run inside. A good athlete is not the one who just runs with speed. There is a column for you to run in. If you run outside the column, you are away from the rule of the game. Only those who play by the rules are entitled to rule. So life is not about speed. It's about direction. You get what I'm saying? So I will not just run with speed. I need direction. I will not just try to get... You get what I'm saying? I will not just try to get there on time. The means to which I get there matters. In this kingdom, the end doesn't justify the means. Both must be submitted to God. If you are going to get God results, it has to be with God method. God still raises men. God still blesses men. God still lifts men. Men still marry right. Our fears can go. Allow him. I understand that you have pain you are running with. You've never heard your father tell you you are doing fine. But this is the Lord saying, with an everlasting love have I loved you. And this is why he's pursuing you everywhere with mercy. Allow him. 
Hallelujah. Put your right hand on your head, every male man hearing me. I want to decree over you in the name that is above all names. You will not end where your parents ended. You will not fail. The things you fear will not come upon you. I cover you in the precious blood of Jesus. Listen, I release you into your future like a guided arrow. You will not miss your target in the name of Jesus. Now listen, every man is like an arrow. You get what I'm saying? But an arrow cannot launch itself. The arrow needs to be set on a string by an archer. Somebody who is skillful that will launch the arrow set upon the string and then aim the arrow at the future. I understand you are an arrow but you need a skillful archer. And that's why you need men that can lead you. Those that will see the things within you. One of the reasons why men, when I say that the, one of the indices of being a child is that children depend on mommies for everything. If your mom leads you with the emotions of a woman, you will never become the kind of man God wants you to become. Because there are processes you have to go through that are without emotions. Processes you have to go through, they may be painful, but it is to the end that you come out on the other side looking like what God wants you to be. The problem is not imagine. You may imagine, but not look like what you imagine. Are you getting what I'm saying here? And that's why I call you blessed. You will not die out in this process. You will not fail. I cover you in the blood of Jesus. Listen, all the things you fear do not exist. God will make you and He will raise you up. In due time, He will manifest you. You will not end up the way others ended. You will not end up in shame. Everything you fear will not come. I cover you in the precious blood. Be blessed. Like an arrow, eat your target. From now onward, no confusion. No injury. No pain. No despair. No sorrow, no addiction in the name of Jesus. I call you blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. I believe somebody has been instructed. Thank you. True transformation is evident for doers and not just hearers of the world. Be a doer of these words of transformation. To reach us, Send an email to familylazarus326 at gmail.com. Stay blessed.